The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Two five. It's Tuesday. Jalen and Andrew. In what seems like the longest week of the year. Really, you have it. It feels like a long week. It does to me. I got up this morning, looked at mm. our topics for this afternoon, our guests. It's a full show, and thought, yeah, how can it only be Tuesday? I know. But then tomorrow's hump day. Yeah. And then you're on the yeah, downhill yeah, slide slowly, right into yeah. the weekend. I've got fishing planned for Saturday. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. The kids. At Buffalo Lake. Yes. Kevin uh, McDonald. Uh, who helped us out yesterday, yesterday yeah. with his uh, $1,000 check for the uh, soccer, or the soccer, the basketball, the, uh, basketball team. team, yeah, among many others. Uh, I was talking to him, and so, uh, yeah, he's going to, the grandkids. Who's listen, all going? Everybody. Is so, going? Yes, and I don't know how to put this. Perhaps Does I Carol could. want to go? Yes. Okay. We all want to be together. Um, and I haven't found a non-sexist way to put this, but my plan is. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, two minutes in. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> So my two sons, yeah, and if any boyfriends come, I don't know about them. Uh, the two boys are myself on Kevin's boat out in the lake with fishing gear, right? No girls allowed or no girls well, want to go? We think that the grandkids would more enjoy a day at the beach because they have a beach there. But of course, we can't send them on their own. So we think maybe, I th- not my plan, I'm just the grandfather, that, uh, you know, uh, perhaps the mothers would like to go to the beach. So just here's a pause. Mm-hmm. Has anyone asked the females I'm not, if they want to go fishing? Above my pay grade. They didn't last time. They didn't. Oh, I'm just, it might be an idea just to throw it out. Yeah, you know, it's like a deck party, though. You throw it out thinking they'll say no and then no, everybody shows up. No, 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 up. that's so the thing. You, you've got the to, boat you've only got holds to, so many you people. You do have to control the message. You do have mm. to control the message a little bit. But well, I need a publicist for this. <laughs> I should get one of our friends who's a social media expert. Or do you f- Well, if they have had no interest in the past, but sometimes you know what assuming does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to so go on a boat go, ride? I would go fishing with you. Would you? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking that, you know, perhaps we'll break it into shifts, like maybe we'll go for lunch. I think we're meeting around 11 <laughs> and uh, Grandma's Kitchen. And then the boys, or uh, you know what, That maybe it's me who's putting mm. this wrong. Those interested in fishing will go on the boat, and those interested in kids swimming will go to the beach. And then perhaps I can come mm. back and take the kids... For a boat because ride. You're, you don't believe that just men are good fishers. No, not of course at all. not. No, I'm looking no. simply at my Look, group. And you're looking at those who have expressed an interest in only fishing, and it just happens to be the men. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. Unless you haven't asked the women. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that it's specifically come up in conversation, but... But they know that they're going to... They know what to, the trip entails. They're going, they know that they're going to the lake so you can go fishing. Yeah. I mean, and no one has said, hey, I want to go fishing. Yeah. No, if anybody said, well, I'm into it, we all have extra rods. That's... <laughs> so we can, <laughs> we can accommodate an extra three or four fishermen. Person, on the boat, fisher though. person. The boat holds uh, 12. Okay, well, then you're good to it's go. It's a pontoon boat, so... Oh, fun. But that's a lot of... That's a lot of hooks in the water. It is. You know, so... It is. Mm. You have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We certainly here's the we caught a huge we caught a huge pike in Slave Lake off a pontoon boat, which was oh, hilarious because yeah. we forgot the net. It was huge. I've you saw that, that picture yeah. with my dad. It was yeah. a massive one. We somehow managed to have strong enough. Yeah, you line basically got to talk him into the yeah, boat. Pull him in, pull him in, threw him into a bucket. It was like, yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see how it works out. It'll be fun. Yeah. Is it just? Are you? Are you? Um, are you tenting? No, no. Are you coming home that no, night? No, no, we're oh. coming home with a sense of urgency. So, really? Yeah, yeah, we're not. Because I know, you know, our friend Kevin he would set and us Tracy, up. Um, they would like to, they like company. Kevin and Tracy would so badly like us to yeah. stay there that our car may go missing. Do you know what I mean? Like, we make him come back from the, where's our car? <laughs> and then, you know, we'll have, we'll be told that in two days we can get it back or yeah. whatever. But, yeah, they would love, and they've offered already yeah. to accommodate us, whether we want to stay at their house or they'll get us a trailer or, but it's, this is not a camping trip, it's a fishing trip. So, don't uh-huh. want to confuse those two. Well, no, but just an overnighter might be fun. Well, I don't know why you're even bringing that up. That is not part of the plan. Oh, okay, just throw it out there. And that's it. I'm sure it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I had such a great well, time. I'm going to go use Day. your deck. Yeah, knock yourself out. You've come on. <laughs> the Nye Ranch isn't fully equipped. Please, our deck is just a little. We have three little decks. gathering place. I know. <laughs> Take your pick. The number of people who saw a picture of my deck and then asked who decorated it, who seriously asked. Yeah, she did a great job. She did do a That's great awesome. job, and it, she's not done. You know what? Here's the thing: um, a carpet. One of those indoor-outdoor mm. carpets on a deck yeah. does so much oh. for the deck. To tie it all together, so yeah. So just before the wedding, we um, took out the rug that was on our deck and thought, okay, it's kind of dirty. We need to hose it off and get it clean. So I had a pressure. I had the press pressure washer out, <laughs> which is fun. You never- own a pressure washer? Yes, we wow. do. Wow. Never, never used one before. But you own one. We own one. Mm. And... Um, I used it, didn't blow off any toenails or anything like that, which was good. She used that on the dog next time he chews your shoes. <laughs> That'll get his attention. Bows in the neighbor's yard. Blow him into the next um, room. But, um, and it was too dirty to get clean. I thought I got it clean mm. enough. I'm like, no, we need another one. Go get it. And it was remarkable what that does for the area. That, that. And I know, yes. and you're sitting there going, oh, I'm not sure what she's talking about. When you think about your deck, though, yeah, yeah. it just brings no, it, it all together. No, it ties it all together. Absolutely. It looks beautiful. And people had asked because we're very poor. Oh, I shouldn't say we're very poor. come on. We, you know, come on. we live paycheck You've got paycheck. like, oh, shut up. Anyway, she got You've it got at Walmart. Like four jobs. She got it. <laughs> none of which pay well. She got it at Come Walmart on. for less than a hundred bucks. I know, and you yeah. can find them there. Mm-hmm. You can find really but great you know decorations at like Winners and yeah. Oh, yeah. Home Sense, all of those places. It, Carol does something that I've never really understood or embraced. And, and what she does is she's uh, what's the term she uses? Oh, she shops. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. You know, she'll go to more than one store. Yeah. And, and checks things and out. And checks things yeah. out, goes online, takes a look. Yeah. She'll take the rug, for example, mm-hmm. and physically roll it out in the store. And How big is it? What's yep. it going to look? You have to envision it. Not me. I, I just grab the one that's easiest to get to, <laughs> that seems from the outside to it contain the colors. Flamingos on <laughs> it. Exactly. Surprise! Actually, your your wife did send me blankets, flamingo blankets. I believe she bought them, too. Did she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So much work and effort went into this, yeah. and every time somebody you're preaching to the choir, man. I, I know she she bought blankets to go yeah. for in case people get absolutely cold at night, right? She bought the rug. She bought candles. She yeah. bought. That's what you do. Yeah, part, she decorated that. It's part oh. of the nice deck. Yeah. Oh no, it's great. And, and I honestly, I said to Gans the other day when he was here that it's become 
this extra room in our house that we go to, like the second I get home, I go there. Yeah. And the rule is phone goes on the kitchen yeah. table and I go out on the deck. Yeah. Nobody's... Good. Yeah. And that and that's important. I mean, it's... I think everyone needs to find a, a, a place in your house, inside or outside. A do not disturb That zone. is a do not... Dis- yeah. yeah, you're right. Whether it's you're going to go sit out there with a, with a beer, a glass of wine, mm-hmm. or a coffee and read a book, chill out, listen to music, don't talk to anybody, whatever it is, or just listen to the birds. It mm. doesn't matter if it's, again, inside or outside. If you got birds inside, you got to worry. But, um, you know, it's just a, a special spot, a place to chill and relax a little bit. Decompress, I call That's it. That's right. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, to our listeners, and I know you heard the story about the uh, robins. The robins, yeah. yeah. Well, the one robin, I'm, I'm beginning to think that it, it was just pure coincidence, because the one robin will not leave. It, it the, the male robin, when we go out on the deck, goes to the peak of the neighbor's house and beaks at us. <laughs> you, you, you reminded me. So what haven't you done? Maybe if, that's if, it. If it's your dad yeah. is the male Robin, what haven't you done that he's beaking at you for? Yeah, it's quite possible. Just beak, 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 They're beak. quite chatty right now. Yeah. The birds are really chatty mm-hmm. right now. Don't know what happened to the... Uh, the female? The female. Mm-hmm. She's, She's probably off working doing, on a deck yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. She's at Walmart. <laughs> She's at another deck. <laughs> Shopping for rugs. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, we should tell folks about the show today. So on the show today, we're going to talk to, with the news that the Greyhound um, is pulling out of Western Canada, we're going to talk to the Director of Sales and Business Development with Red Arrow mm. Motor Coach. What are they thinking about? Is there a possibility of expansion through Alberta, maybe into BC, uh, Saskatchewan? Talk to him a little bit uh, about that and really about the profitability of running a, a bus company. Yeah, you know, because we said, and others have as well, that uh, including our mayor, that, well, you know, this is an opportunity for yeah. other companies to step up, but do they want to? Are they going to? It really, I mean, doesn't uh, Greyhound hasn't made a really great case at this point. No, they haven't. Um, and Saskatchewan just got rid of, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, their provincial whatever STC, I think it was yeah. called. So we're going to talk to uh, him at 2.35, okay. and then at 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to, of course, we've been watching just in amazement, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us thought this Thai cave rescue was going to take much longer or end very badly. Yeah. Um, and the fact that all 12 boys and the coach are now out safely, mm-hmm. uh, the last rescue mission um, unfolding just a few hours ago, um, is just amazing. It it's is. it's the, the news the world around has been waiting to hear. So we're going to talk with uh, Christian Stenner. He is the provincial coordinator of the Alberta BC Cave Rescue Service. Did you know that there was a cave rescue service in Alberta and BC? I did not. Either did I. I'd like to know how busy they are. Yeah, well, exactly. And, um, you know, what he's been thinking as he's watched this unfold, I know uh, one of the members of uh, his team was trapped in a cave a couple of years back. I think it was in BC, Uh, but we'll talk to him Mm. about that. So a couple interesting um, interviews coming up. Curious to know, though, Chedville, before we move on to that, because it's always great to get your comments beforehand. With the news of Greyhound, we did talk a little bit about it yesterday, but with the news of Greyhound pulling out of Western Canada, what 
impact is that going to have on you mm-hmm. or you and your family? I know I've seen comments of, you know, people who come down from Fort McMurray every weekend or, you know, coming in for medical appointments, that sort yeah. of stuff. That's how they're using it. There is it. also the shipping side of things, right? That's right. And that's the big one for my family. Um, I've been on a Greyhound bus once between Sault Ste. Marie and Thunder Bay, and I didn't ever want to do it again. But we hmm. do rely on Greyhound between Sault Ste. Marie and Edmonton for getting parcels back and forth. Oh, and really? we have for years. Okay. Okay, I didn't know that. So that's it, because you look at some of the other options, and it's costly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just it's, it's just not going to work. So how is it going to impact you? It might not impact you at all, but if it does, let us know at 630-630. We'll take a quick break here on the way back. Jed, will get your phone call right after this. It's uh, 221. Thanks for joining us on the Tuesday edition of the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Um, a number of people talking about uh, taking women fishing and they say, don't, it's bad luck. I have no comment A number on that. of people are saying that, mm-hmm. it's, that it's, bad, it's bad luck. So, um, but whatever. Um, and then we're talking about Greyhound and how it's going to impact you or not. We have a number of phone calls to get to. Trevor, Claude, hold on. Jed, you're up first. Hey, Jed. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. What's going on? When you, when you go and you think about this long term, they close the office downtown. They go, they go to the train station. They probably just moved into the train station and became a, you know, occupant. Don't you think maybe this was probably in the long run was going to happen? Overall? No, honestly, I didn't see this coming at all. To be honest with you, but I didn't know how they're doing. I, I mean, I I'm, know I'm never on a greyhound, yeah. so I really had no, no idea. Well, I'll tell you, I, I used to take a Greyhound when I used to work for a certain company, you won't mention the name, and we'd have trucks all over the place. They'd throw in a Greyhound tell you to go get a truck. I remember going up to PG one time, and all of a sudden the bus, the bus stops in Fox Creek in the middle of nowhere. This guy, poor grocery bag, hops out. I said to the bus driver, where the heck's he going? Oh, he lives about eight miles on the bush. <laughs> so you can just imagine all the people that it's going to affect, you know, like they say in all the little towns, right? Well, I, people that actually live on that thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right, uh, Jed. I think yeah. there's we're hearing from a number of people about how it's going to impact them, but you know, there's there's hope that the slack might be picked up elsewhere, and I guess we're just going to have to wait and see if that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but you know, who's going to pick up the slack right for now, the guy who lives eight miles no. into the bush? You no. know what I mean? Well, like, the one the one that kills me is uh, okay. You get all these ferries that go to Vancouver Island. There's buses on there all the time, ground, because they run from Vancouver to Victoria. Who's going to pick a bus slack? And then you got the buses that run from Vancouver to SeaTac Airport. Mm-hmm. They've got four there, and you you can literally pay uh, twenty five bucks hopping a bus to get SeaTac Airport in a couple hours. But yeah, it's I know. See, so people, people are complaining about the price of Greyhound. We've got a texture yep. says, "Look, they price themselves out." But the thing is, yep. to make it viable, it has to be a certain price. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, in any business, if you're at if you're down forty one percent, you can you can operate at a loss until sure. you go under, or you increase yeah. the price, right? And and if you're running that back and forth, and there have been, you know, we, I've, I've listened to interviews and heard people talk about the fact that sometimes those buses and even the smaller ones may only have one or two people on them. Hmm. Well, I remember back in the day, like, uh, I paid 80 bucks, and I went from Ottawa to Calgary. Wow. Like back in the day. Well, they, like they used to have a $99 yeah, that's right. anywhere Travel in Canada. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, good conversation, guys. Thanks, thanks Jed. Right, thanks. Take it okay. easy. Great to hear from you. Claude's on the phone. Hey, Claude. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. What's on your mind? Good. Listen, I just, um, I'm kind of curious because I don't know the exactitudes of this 
this whole uh, show that you've got on today and reference um, a Greyhound and Red Arrow, I can understand that maybe it's to do with they're not going in as many places as they used to. No, no. Greyhound announced that they're going to cease all operations for passenger and freight in Western Canada. So all okay. routes all routes will be cancelled effective October 31st. The only uh, Greyhound bus in Western Canada will be one between Vancouver and Seattle. Okay, because the point I want to bring up is that if I'm not, and correct me if I'm wrong and I don't believe that I am, Greyhound as well as Red Arrow as well as Diversified Transportation that has over 450 buses in Fort McMurray. They are all owned by the same company. And that company... No, that is not right. That is not right. Well, I was... I worked for the company for nine years, and I was told that uh, Pacific Western owns all three. Nope. And you know what? When we have... uh uh, the gentleman on from John Stapovi, uh, yeah, from Red Arrow, uh, will confirm that for you. But no, they are not owned by the same. Okay, well, if you would do that, that's great. But I will. Once again, I, I, I thank you, and I I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to to, to make a small input here. I appreciate. Awesome, it. Claude. Keep listening. Just in about ten minutes, we'll be talking to the fellow from Red Arrow. Okay. Sounds good. I will. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. And Trevor. Hey, Trevor. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So, listen, I drive for transit in the uh, great city of Edmonton here, and uh, I just want to say the the cost of operating a transportation company like that is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we are subsidized so heavily through land taxes, probably at, I would say at least 60% of our income is subsidized from uh, land taxes. Uh, so I was actually told about 42% is, is cash fare and transfers and, and all the, and the bus passes and everything like that is only 42%. Now, in saying that, for people trying to, uh, wanting to do like a small business and kind of thing, it's really difficult because uh, those buses that people have, like those big Winnebago things that mm-hmm. uh, people go on camping trips with, uh, they cost about two thousand dollars just to oil those things up so it's uh it's it's pretty pricey so I yeah and you know greyhound know has said a uh, greyhound has said that they have in previous conversations asked for uh, subsidies from uh, the federal government the federal government has said that there is no program that mm-hmm. could offer subsidies and the greyhound should have uh talked to the provinces about that uh, greyhound says they tried that as well with no success the, because you're talking you know city of edmonton of course and we've had that conversation with councillors over the years they subsidize the buses in order to make them affordable for the reasons you just said, but there's no jurisdiction willing to put an umbrella over all of Greyhound's operations in Western Canada because it's under various different jurisdictions. Yes, yeah, as, as soon as you're crossing borders, you're yep. going into federal, right? Yep. So, That's right. Yep. Yeah. So there's the rub right there. Thanks, Trev. Yeah. Take it easy. Cheers. All righty. 227. Uh, some of your texts uh, coming in this afternoon um, says, Greyhound leaving Western Canada is good for my business because I'm the owner-operator for a competing courier company. Mm. Um, wouldn't it be great if we had that high-speed rail up and running between Fort Mag, uh, Fort Mac, Yeg, and uh, Calgary and Lethbridge? 
moving people in parcels. Oh, yeah, that's from Sheila. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. that That's not a corridor that's in jeopardy because Red Arrow services it already. You need the other ones. Yeah, it's the other little ones. Yeah. It's especially the yeah. east to west ones yeah. that are going to be the issue. You know, and uh, I think yeah, the the fellow from Red Arrow, t- Arrow talking, not necessarily always needing the great big buses. If you can be mm. a, a smaller a smaller unit, that that uh, would be better for certainly for some, some of the new lines that they're thinking about starting yep. up. Maybe here to Camrose, that sort of thing. Because you don't necessarily need one that's going to seat 100 right. or whatever it is, 110 people. Yep. Well, as Todd Hirsch said yesterday, another one of the factors impacting this is the war on airfare that, mm. you know, in some cases you can fly, like Kelowna to Calgary or whatever, cheaper than a bus ticket. So uh, there's a lot of factors at play here, for it sure. Sure is. Okay, Eileen Bell has your latest news headlines coming up next. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.